Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We will give you a little bit of a mix between the draft recap, which is still coming in, and there are some still lingering thoughts to what went on on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and how your locals may have shook out and how teams nationwide may have shook out. And we'll also... Take our trip down memory lane, which, oh, by the way, kind of coincides in a way with everything we have watched now with The Last Dance, which, I mean, is one of those specials that, to be honest with you folks, I kind of wish I had all 10 to watch, but in many ways, it's kind of good in a way that I don't have all 10 to watch because on a night where there ain't a whole lot to do, I mean, I'm sitting there watching McMillions, for goodness sakes, on HBO. I mean, that's where we're at. I'm doing a whole lot of reading. I I didn't want to go down the video game route. I got a little bit of a headache. So it's like, you know what? I'm not going to be in front of a screen now for 10, 15 hours. Watch a little McMillions, do a little bit of reading, and then get ready to talk to you guys. But our topic and our trip down memory lane will kind of have a little tie-in to the Chicago Bulls and maybe one of their great adversaries. But we'll get to that momentarily. I want to start here from a Jets standpoint. Now that this draft is over and done with, now that Joe Douglas has gone through his first season officially as being a general manager, and I know he was hired in such an awkward part of the process going back to last year. You think about when Joe Douglas didn't have the chance to go through a free agency period. He did not have the chance to go through an NFL draft. And yet, you were sitting there come summertime and Joe Douglas is leading your team. So, anything that the 2019 Jets put on the field, he should not in any way be blamed, credited, you name it. Was not his operation in the least. But now it is. And, you know, based upon what I've seen from Joe Douglas and running a free agency period and running an NFL draft, it seems like the Jets have somebody there who's got a clue. And that's a good sign. And that's what you would call a step in the right direction. However, I think this year 
whenever it's played, in whatever form, and let's just assume, for argument's sakes, that we are looking, hopefully, at 16 regular season games, and for the most part, it's somewhat a business-as-usual type deal for the NFL, maybe in front of empty stadiums, but as far as games being played, we're going to have that, okay? Let's stay on that positive note, hopefully. If indeed we do, this will be, in many ways, the beginning of the make-or-break period for Sam Darnold as this team's quarterback. And I don't say make-or-break based upon wins, necessarily. It's make-or-break based upon the quarterback's performance. Because, look, you don't get a lifetime in the NFL. Most young quarterbacks... They normally get anywhere from three to five years to show an organization that, okay, I'm the right man for the job. That's usually the way it works in many instances. That's that time period. Before you got to go and give that quarterback a second contract. Sam Darnold, his first two years in the league, in many ways it has been very, very uneven. Because there have been moments you've watched Sam Darnold. Go back to the Cowboy game last year. Go back to the Giant game last year. Go back two years ago when he's performing great against the Houston Texans in a uh, Saturday primetime spot. Where you could look back and say, you know what? This kid's got a chance to be a real darn good quarterback in this league. We have that on film. We also have on film Sam Darnold seeing ghosts like he did against the New England Patriots, or the miserable game he had down in Jacksonville. There's that too. There's also injuries. There's also a bout with Mono. And really, what I'm trying to get out of here, folks, is that we have not seen a complete season from Sam Darnold since he has come into the league. Two years of coming on pretty quick. It's amazing how these NFL years come and go. It's amazing how these NFL contracts can come and go. That's where we're at right now with Sam Darnold. We're getting into the nitty-gritty stage of his development. We are getting into that third and fourth year where you want to be absolutely certain before you're giving him that second contract, before you're tying him down as the man, the guy, that he looks the part. And that he could do so over the better part of 16 games. Now, in no way would I look at Donald's growth and development in his third year and judge that from a wins and losses standpoint. I know some of you are going to listen and be like, JJ, hold on a second. This guy's in his third year. Sooner or later, you got to start winning games. You guys got to understand something. If you are someone who is keeping a close eye on what the New York Jets have done from... A draft process before Joe Douglas got here? Let's just say it hasn't been pretty. Let's just say this has been one of the least talented teams in the league. And that would obviously play out a certain way when you haven't made the playoffs. Going all the way back to 2010. And that you've only had one winning season since 2010. The Ryan Fitzpatrick, Brandon Marshall, 10-6 and year that ended in... Shameful fashion against the Buffalo Bills. But in reality, look, Jets have been drafting poorly. The Jets have been poorly run every which way. 
And they went 7-9 and nine last year. They played a lot better down the stretch. Let's call it like it is. Their schedule down the stretch of the year was super soft and was super easy. You don't know what a schedule is going to look like. Opponents might be better than you think. Opponents might be not as good as you think. So, listen, we're all spitballing here, thinking about what the potential 2020 year could look like. But for teams in the AFC East, I got news for you. Schedule's not going to be a walk in the park. You got the NFC West to deal with. Find me the bad team in the NFC West between San Fran, Seattle, the Rams, the Cardinals. You got the AFC West to deal with. Chiefs, the Super Bowl champs. A Charger team that's full of talent. A Broncos team that played much better down the stretch. And I think on paper, it's a better team than the Jets. And you got the Raiders, who I'm not particularly in love with, but they're kind of in that same category, give or take. What am I trying to get at? You could get 16 games out of Sam Darnold. You could get a year in which Sam Darnold, statistically speaking, is the best he's been. He's on the field. He's durable. He's playing at a high enough level. But the Jets could end up rolling out a 6-10 and 10 product. I don't think that's crazy in the least. That's why watching the quarterback play, seeing how he is progressing, seeing how he is growing, that is going to be your litmus test in so many ways. Far more than I think the you know idea of winning 9, 10, 11 games. Like, I, I wouldn't put that on Donald. Looking at this Jet roster, which is improved, which is much better, but I, I wouldn't put that sort of qualification on him. However, there's a head coach here who is in many ways kind of in some hot water. Even though his team played a lot better in the second half of the year, even though he got the vote of confidence from Christopher Johnson after the miserable loss to the Miami Dolphins when the Jets fell to 1-7. and seven. Adam Gaze is not popular amongst most Jet fans. I think we could all agree on that. Most Jet fans didn't want him to get the job. Most Jet fans are not in love with what they saw a season ago. And... He's just not going to be one of these guys that's universally liked until he gives you a reason to be universally liked. Growing this quarterback for him is imperative, but from a wins-loss standpoint, Joe Douglas may like Adam Gase. Joe Douglas also did not hire Adam Gase. Take that into account. That ship ends up sinking in 2020. And you get a decent year out of Darnold. Team is losing. Many Jeff fans are going to look for an easy scapegoat. Many Jeff fans are going to want Adam Gaze out. Is Joe Douglas going to give him what he wants? I don't know. That might be one of the million-dollar questions we try to figure out over the course of the 2020 season. But it's going to be an important year for both of these gentlemen, Gaze and Arnold. Gaze trying to show that he is the right coach to work with Sam Darnold. And Sam Darnold knowing that clock, it's ticking. It may not seem like it. It may not feel like it. But year three becomes year four, becomes year five in a hurry. 
Joe Douglas may say all the right things about Sam Darnold, and I would too. But he did not draft this quarterback. And if the Jets are in a position where they're picking at the top of the draft next year, I think all bets are on the table. If it's a lousy, poor, miserable season where those ups and downs for Sam Darnold are still there. Because then somebody within the new regime may say, you know what? I want my own guy. When it comes to a head coach, even though there is the tight so-called relationship between Douglas and Adam Gaze, who knows? And when it comes to the quarterback. So in many ways, everything that has been done here in this offseason has been about giving this young quarterback a chance to get to a different level going into his third year. That's a very important piece of information to watch. How this quarterback is going to grow with a better offensive line. And basically is looking at a brand spanking new offensive line compared to the one he was playing behind last year. That's a good sign. Because that offensive line was god-awful. And you're going to get a more productive year out of Le'Veon Bell. Tell you this, Le'Veon Bell can't be worse than he was a year ago. Now, Le'Veon Bell had situations that were going against him. A year off, a bad line, a coach who maybe didn't want to use his skill set in the way it should be used, but making big money. I know Jeff fans expected a whole lot more plays. I know Jeff fans expected a lot more of an impact from a guy who was the definition of an impact player when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. All in all, I'm encouraged from a Jets standpoint with the way they were able to draft. But I'm just very, very intrigued to see now moving forward, okay, how will this offseason lead to the growth, the development, the maturity of Sam Darnold? Being a guy where you say, you know what, at the end of the third year, no matter what happens with the coach, we got a quarterback, let's continue to build around him. You'll know, trust me, it's not a specific amount of wins. It's not a certain amount of touchdowns or amount of yards. I think games matter. I think Sam Darnold's going to have another year in which he misses, you know, five or six games. That is going to be a major, major knock. That is going to be something you hear about because it's going to be like, hold on a second now. Sam Darnold needs to play football. Goes for any of these quarterbacks. Philadelphia is hearing it in Carson Wentz. The Dolphins are going to hear it the minute they put two on the field. When you have a quarterback who is not out there consistently, that hurts. Maybe that's one of the reasons the Jets prioritize taking a backup quarterback in the fourth round. Even though it's something I would not have done. I'd be more willing and interested to go down the veteran route. The quarterback-coach partnership, which last year did not live up to the billing in any way. What will it look like going into this 2020 season? It's a big one. Make no mistake for Adam Gaze and for Sam Darnold. And the other bit of NFL news, and we'll get to Marcus Golden in a bit. We'll get to our trip down memory lane in a bit. But the NFL in a week from now is going to be unveiling their schedule. And in many cases, it's like, JJ, NFL schedule. Are they going to be able to start on time? What are we looking at? What is the scenario? Guys, 
All I know is they're unveiling the schedule next week. But what came out on Monday that was fascinating to me was the idea of not necessarily starting the season the second week of September. That the NFL is considering the idea, maybe, of pushing back the start of their year to the middle of October and that they're already starting to envision maybe a Super Bowl in the middle of February. I, for one, don't have much of a problem with that idea. And even if we were living in a normal world, I have to admit, I kind of like the idea of starting the season a little bit later. September, Saturdays, and Sundays are great. You want to still have college football going early? In a perfect world, of course. Not in the COVID-19 world that we live in. That'd be great. Let baseball have their moment. Let college football have their moment. You start your season in mid-October, and then boom, you're still going into mid-February. And then you do wrap up that season right around President's Day or maybe in late February, right before the NCAA tournament. That is a change if the NFL ever decided, moving forward, this is something they like, I'm fully on board with pushing the NFL season back a month. Now, in this case, I mean, this goes for any of the sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, football, golf, you name it. I want them back as quickly as possible. As soon as everything is safe, as soon as we're able to, you know, do what we need to do as a country and combating this virus and having the testing that we need. Look, I'm with everybody else. I want to see games. I'm hurting just like you guys are hurting. But down the road, starting the NFL season in October, got to admit, I don't think it's crazy. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.